From the Detroit Free Press in the heart of the Motor City comes the We Lived It audio series. Today I'm issuing a stay home, stay safe executive order for all Michiganders. Can you stop yourself from getting the virus? Wash your hands frequently. To hear that they're really trying to remind people of that, it just lets you know people are going to do what they want. We are running dangerously low on PPE. And uh, going to put on gloves and a face shield. The goal here is simple. Stay home, stay safe, save lives. Our world now sounds drastically different. To help future generations understand the novel coronavirus pandemic and bring us together while we live it, the Detroit Free Press is launching a special project in partnership with the Michigan History Center. The Free Press is collecting audio stories to aid the archiving of accounts from the pandemic. And from time to time, we'll share those on your Alexa or Google devices and by podcast on Freep.com. We'll be sharing stories of Michiganders from all walks of life. Reporter-producer Darcy Moran brings us this next story. This is the story of a Norton Shores woman who lived during the 1918 flu pandemic. This is Oral Borgeson speaking. Uh, I was born April 14th, 1917. Oral was born on a family farm north of Muskegon. She's lived in the area all her life, and she's the final surviving child of Ora and Elmer. She was named using the first two letters of each parent's name. I was a baby when uh, the, the flu epidemic started, and uh, I, I had an aunt and uncle who were kind enough to take in people into their home. My aunt took care of them. At that time... My mother was expecting another baby in December, and my father went and lived with his aunt and uncle so that he wouldn't have to come home and expose my mother and me. But subsequently, this aunt died from the flu that she caught while taking care of other people. I heard the story all my childhood about this wonderful thing that my aunt and uncle did. Yeah, so I've known this story as long as I can remember. That's Oral's daughter, Bonnie. And even if her mom was too young to remember much of the pandemic herself, Bonnie remembers well the story of her great-aunt Mabel Nielsen, too. One Memorial Day, we were walking around the cemetery where she's got relatives, and she pointed out this Mabel's grave, and heard, I heard the story of how she died during the Spanish influenza. We grew up on was stories of the Depression and World War II. She's a pretty amazing person all around, the fact that she's she's sharp as a tack and has been very active and uh, plays the piano and organ and uh, makes quilts. And she, I mean, she just finished a quilt, which she makes by hand. She's, she's an excellent Scrabble player, I have to tell you. She's, she's busy. She wants to be doing things and, and making plans and um, enjoying life, looking forward, to, looking forward to the future. On my birthday, April 14th, this year, I turned 103. Some some of the neighbors came over with signs, and uh, my children came, and, and I stood inside most of the time to talk through the sunroom window and just enjoyed the uh, company and the interest and the friendship of neighbors and family. I have a wonderful family, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a sad thing that we couldn't all be together <laughs> to celebrate it, but uh, we celebrated anyway. Uh, I, I like to knit and I like to make quilts 
and I've been keeping my hands busy uh, so that I don't have too much time hanging on my hands. And my daughter and I play Scrabble at night to keep our minds from uh, going crazy <laughs> with worry. And we can get this out of our minds a little bit and think about something else because you, you, you get very uptight and and concerned about what's down the line. And I have deep, strong faith in God. I know he's in control. Oral and Bonnie live together and have been skipping their usual volunteering to stay inside and avoid contracting this virus. Asked about living through yet another historic health crisis, Oral said this. Well, it's the worst thing I've ever gone through because, of course, I wasn't aware of that one uh, next to the the war and... Uh, the, the bombing of, of in New York, things like that. But those didn't last so long. This is going on so long, and it's affecting everybody in some way. And uh, I, I, it's just very hard on everybody, I think. So I'm hoping and praying that that we'll soon be over this uh, pandemic. Uh, it's quite an experience, but uh, I really would have just been happy without it. <laughs> but I, I am doing well, and uh, my children take good care of me, and, and uh, I'm as happy as I can be under the circumstances. I want to see the end of it, though. <laughs> we Lived It is reported and produced by Tad Davis, Dyson Moran, and me, Carrie Jr. Materials are also supplied by the Michigan History Center, with special thanks to Mark Harvey. Our executive producers are Marian Struman and Anjanette Delgado. Our editor is Peter Batia. Everybody has their own story to share about the COVID-19 pandemic. Submit yours by leaving a three-minute telling at 313-288-0370. That's 313-288-0370. And check out Freak.com to learn more.